0: Hello? Can anyone around here speak basketball? There it is. It's the Confederacy Confederacy of Dunks Dunks Basketball basketball Podcast.
1: We're going back Back to back. back. Welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball
0: Basketball Podcast! (laughs) Well, I'm your host, Freddie Revis, and um, uh, who are you, sir? I'm the producer, Matt Duncan. I hope
1: you're all well. I'm doing okay. Have you ever... Uh, seen me stutter that much off the top? Whoa,
0: right off the top! Yeah, no, that's a, that's always a good start for us. Uh, mm-hmm, you first know, first words <laughs> in our uh, show title. <laughs> I think I'm so excited though. That's that's what's going on. We have yeah. a very, very big and
1: fun announcement. We do um, that. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil. Uh, I'm, I'm just gonna throw to you, Matt. uh You know, we've been teasing this a little bit, and it's here. Uh It's uh, it's very. Very fun news. So Matt, please take it away.
2: This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.
1: Sonar.
0: Well, there you go, guys. We have joined the Sonar Network, uh, which is a podcast network in Toronto with a bunch of great podcasts on it. That are uh, comedy and, you know, sexual wellness and, uh, you know, apocalyptic ones. You know, you got Happy Good with Chris Locke, Landlord and Tenant Podmas, The Bedpost. Lots of cool stuff. I think we are the only sports one on there right now. I think we've we're the, cornered the market. We've cornered the market. I think we're the first. We're on uh, the Sonar Network. It's uh, You can check out all these podcasts now at uh, thesonarnetwork.com. You know, we'll have links on our website uh, that you can click as well. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty exciting, you know, like, uh, you know, maybe we'll uh, be building a little bit more now, you know, just another an- another direction up for us, is it not, Freddie? That's right. You know, um, not everyone gets to be, you know,
1: FVV uh, or, you know, like Kyle Lowry or Pascal, <laughs> you know, you think about me and Matt, you know, we're, we're the Paul Watsons of the world. Okay? Yes. Okay. Uh, we're, we're grinding here. We're, we're making it work, but we're a valuable part of the team. And this was big for us. This is, uh, this is like, Hey, Paul Watson, you get minutes tonight. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, that's, that's us joining the Sonar network. This is, uh, yeah, it's cool. It's going to be a fun partnership. I'm super excited for it. Uh, Matt, is there any other kind of like, you know, bits of business details folks need to know in general about the pod?
0: Uh, just, yeah, you know, go to dunkspodcast.com. Uh, we've got all our links there for all our different podcatchers and stuff. Uh, we've also, you know, for Patreon, if you want to check us out there and support that way, you always get our episodes before everybody else. And uh, then you get more perks, you know, if, but you still mm-hmm. got some of that hot sauce. You pay enough oh, money, maybe. you get some of that hot sauce. Uh, and you must be. Has it uh, gone due, bad yet? Has it gone bad? You must be due for another harvest soon, which is going to be make good some too. More, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, subscribe and rate for us. That would, uh, we really appreciate it. And, um, yeah, I think that's, I think that's about it. Um, awesome. um well, I'm, I'm pumped to get into this. Uh, I will just and- say, I, before we just get into it, yeah. just say, uh, from the Sonar Network, uh, Michael and Mariana, thank you very much for, you know, going back and forth and getting us ready for all this. We're really excited. And uh yeah, we're happy to be on the Sonar Network.
1: I'll I'll echo that. Thank you so much. It's uh it's been a fun transition. Um I have so much ADD that honestly <laughs> Matt did the lion's share of what we're talking about right now. But uh and kudos to you, Matt, for that. Um, thank you very much. You're you're a rock star producer, I appreciate it. No problem. Um, but uh yeah. Our Raptors, right? Like, it's just, it's so good. I'm so excited to talk about it. And I think before we launch in, uh, I'm, I'm just going to throw it a reminder to everyone, you know, write your city counselors, um, you know, the defund the police movement's not over. Uh, so um, yeah, it, it's, it's absolutely not over and we have to keep fighting. It's a movement, uh, not a moment. That's right. Um, so uh, I think though, we're going to, we're going to, Start talking some some Raptors ball, uh, some Raptors playoff ball, uh, Maddie. Uh, if you feel like we're good to go, uh, please say the words "okay." Okay. First, uh, yeah, he's a he's a hilarious comedian, a wicked improviser. He does the show all the time, uh, and uh, I I I don't know if he's still obsessed with and I forget if he hates or loves but there's a thing there with Lonzo Ball Uh, give it up as loud as you can for Anthony Hall
2: Oh, yeah. I'm off the Lonzo Ball train. I'm
1: on the TJ Warren Express, baby. Oh, cheers, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I like the annou- the announcements. That's good. It's like, I really feel like I was at a train station there. You know what I mean? Like, you, you took your go. Now leaving Lonzo
2: Ball Station, entering TJ Warren Express.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love your, for you, the most exciting thing is your community. you know
2: yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm always going somewhere and that Um, somewhere is the championship lane (laughs) yes
1: it is uh thanks for doing the pod man this is uh this is exciting uh
2: thanks for having me
1: yeah um let's uh let's bring on guest number two who no doubt is also excited uh yeah one of the funniest people i know incredible improviser magnificent producer has a funny over the head shot kind of looks like boucher's uh it's pretty efficient um kind of like boucher's sort of uh give it up as loud as you can for mr matt mccready
3: oh yeah everybody i am off of the tlc lisa left eye lopez train <laughs> and i am on the timothy luau cabaro express Ooh, get off that one
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow similarly uh, initial trains that's got to be confusing
3: <laughs> honestly the the train station's a fucking mess I was yeah. lucky to get here on time, Freddie.
1: I'm happy to talk basketball. <laughs> uh, I'm happy. You're happy. You sound excited. Are um, you? Are Are you just on? Are you on a basketball high right now, or what?
3: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was a uh, you know typical Raptors, super super high, and then like a little bit of a dip, and then uh, yeah, felt right back into it. Feel, feel great. Feel happy.
1: Yeah. Let's uh <laughs> let's jump right in into the very first question. Um, Maddie, I, I don't know if I you do. Got it there, I got you a new sting.
0: sting. Oh, you got a new sting! Oh. Oh, you guys ready? Oh yeah. Okay. Are you guys ready? Yes. I'm preparing myself. Oh my
1: god, this is cool. Take it away, baby. <laughs>
0: Uh, I added some dramatic uh, music to uh, yeah. Masai's little speech last time we played Brooklyn.
1: Yeah, that's good. Um, Brooklyn, uh, I'm, sorry for the, I'm sorry for the disrespect, but Matt's got to Matt's gotta clown you. Yeah. Uh, sorry, you,
0: Matt. Matt <laughs> Masai's got to clown you, you know, got to bring that back. It's funny to hear the like, when he's like, I've got one more thing to say. And then he takes quite a pause. He's like, am I going to say it? Am I going to say it? Like, you can kind of feel it. And then he does. And crowd goes nuts
1: yeah it's uh it's always good when someone's gonna like they take a big pause before saying something (laughs) really really serious (laughs) i mean totally not a basketball thing but i will never forget the moment where uh rob ford was like no no ask me again ask me again and the reporter's like what he's like ask me what you asked me six months ago and the reporter's like um do you smoke crack <laughs> and, and, and Rod Ford was like yeah
0: <laughs> you know, it was
1: but the yeah. way that just the build up to the moment it was so weird like yeah it's like someone preparing to be like oh, this is gonna be this could be bad but
0: it's I'm gonna, going for it yeah. it's gonna be skip put a crack same. in the earth let's see what happens yeah no uh, pun intended I thought there I thought it was intended. But, <laughs> you know, no worries. <laughs> no, that's take
1: credit. Uh, okay, um, let's go, let's go McCready first. And I think this is uh, the, uh, the most raptory thing on my mind right now. And please mm-hmm. be honest with me. Um, how worried were you in the third quarter?
3: Uh, a little worried, but not super worried. Uh, my brother said it best when he was saying I was watching the game with my brother, when he said they are they are using so much. Energy in that third quarter. Yeah, um, to claw back into the game uh, using all their starters. They're missing so many players that when their starters aren't out there, they they really don't have too much to go to. Um, yeah, so I mean, I wasn't super worried about it.
1: Yeah, I feel like uh, I, I was roughly the same. I, I mean, I didn't like to see that much bleeding, uh, but I was. You know, I felt pretty encouraged that it never got past eight, uh, which is a, is still a fairly. Even in today's, you know, three-point barrage uh, era, it's still a fairly large lead. Or, like, you're still in control of the game. Um, Anthony, how how worried did you get in the third?
2: I got... A little bit stressed, I think, when uh, the commentators were like, "Levert has thirteen assists." I was like, "Oh Jesus Christ!" And
1: same moment for me, yeah, the, yeah. For me, I was like, "The third, oh, he he's carving us up."
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, and like the thing with like Brooklyn is like they're like a team of like hybrid guard forwards, so they're like so long and fast and weird, and they can like they can just shoot from anywhere. And once they get hot, like. Timothy Lawahu Cabro it was just like uh please stop
1: please stop shooting those yeah he was um he was one of the hottest shooters in the game he was yeah 6 for 9 from 3 um he's
3: the only player on the nets with a plus plus minus wow really yeah yep, plus
2: 2 uh, jeez who does he think he is fred van Vliet?
1: <laughs> i know like, yeah what's what's he trying to do be super like a super efficient amazing uh, breakout star Freddie Van Vliet. <laughs> yeah, um, Fred Van Vliet
3: made himself six million dollars off of this game alone on his next contract. So oh, that's my yeah, yeah he, he
1: yeah, it was a, it was a massive game. Um, we'll, we'll we'll get to Fred in a sec, but I, w- I wanted to ask you, Matt, uh, Mr. Matt Duncan, the uh, pr- produce, were you were you, s- were you
0: sweating it out in the third or? Ooh, what? geez. Well, you know, like anytime <laughs> there's uh, a little bit of worry, you know, like just coming off of watching, you know, the Leafs diff. diff- disappoint me yet again in the playoffs. You you start to get that feeling that I I know very well over with that team and uh, you know you just you know how deep and horrible that feeling can get and I just got worried for a split second that the raps were gonna make me feel that way but really this team is just like they're just so capable and like I've never since I've been watching the raps with you in the last six years I've never felt really this comfortable watching a Leafs or Raptors playoff series. Yeah like capable comfortable
1: yeah. those are such good good kind of like descriptors because I, yeah for, for me it was the same um it was the same uh Lavert moment where i was kind of like 13 assists this is nuts um i is he kind of is he has he figured something out but um also, to to your brother's point, McCready, they were just kind of like pushing on the gas, and I I, I was excited for our reserves to come in and kind of like bring that extra oomph. And um, you know, OGs spin around, kind of like and one dunk. Uh, Terrence Davis's kind of like hard drive to the lane, uh, and Fred's consistent scoring, Surge's consistent scoring. Um, you know they they looked relaxed so i think even though it got to to, to within eight it wasn't that scary uh,
3: i was worried by how relaxed they looked in the third quarter yeah that was there yeah a relaxed posture by the raptors coming out of that uh halftime very confident in the team it turned out to be warranted confidence uh freddie as the as the leader of uh the Mark Gasol oh uh, train or express, <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts on Gasol's game? Because he did some good stuff out there, but he also had four turnovers and one mm-hmm. assist. He yeah. some sloppy passes. He yes. looks great. I'm not going to take that away from him. You can't. But uh, thoughts otherwise?
1: Okay. We We are alike. In, in, in testing each other, because I was right about to go to you. Like, as the resident, you know, you've had your issues with Gasol. How do you feel about this game? Because, it, you know, if we're going over reaction territory, mm-hmm. my first couple of thoughts was, you know, we're so adaptable. We're not going to have a problem with this Brooklyn team. But part of that adaptation might be acknowledging that Gasol has a ton of value. But not against five guards. Uh, yeah, oh no, it's a tough matchup for him. It's it's really I don't know, and then also watching Surge dominate. You know what? 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 I'll just jump to the next question. Um, McCready, do you think Surge should start in game two? Uh,
3: I think having that punch off the bench in terms of scoring is pretty valuable for the team. Uh, right. I would keep Gasol out there as a ball mover. I think it's really important. I mean. You know, I harped on Gasol basically because of me and yours, long longstanding rivalry over our thoughts on Gasol. Yeah. But uh, really the most disappointing Raptor was probably Pascal Siakam. Yeah. And so I think you want Gasol out there just to keep uh, the ball in Pascal's hands because like, as the game started, I was like, wow, Brooklyn has no one to guard Siakam at all. Uh, but then, uh, you know, uh, he really struggled. He went four for 13 from the field. Uh, so, yeah, you want someone out there who can maybe get him going at the next game.
2: Yeah, he absolutely could not finish at the rim. Like, we're so accustomed to seeing Siakam attack aggressively in the paint uh, and do like a spinorama and lay it in and get like contested jumpers. But today it just was not happening for him. And luckily, Brooklyn fouled him a few times and he got to go to the line and he was great there. But, oof, I was worried.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm starting to feel like, you know, pascal you know from from the boston game and from times where he's struggled a little bit this year i feel like if you if you really aggressively double him or are are a defense that can kind of you know are like us can scramble mm-hmm. he gets caught in the in- between sometimes like he i think he he wants to play the mismatch and and attract the double and find that pass early but i think he right now is kind of a bit unsure and the way the nets were playing him, you know, either you kind of like go hard and aggressive and, 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 you know, take some fadeaways and j- just make sure you take a lot of shots, like four for 11 that tells me he's still in some type of like major deferral mode. You know, mm-hmm. when, when we were all talking about Pascal and like, what's he going to do uh, in the playoffs, like it's, it's like kind of throughout the season, for me, anyway, it's like, that's, I'm thinking 22, 24, 26 shots a game. You know, yeah. I, I wasn't thinking, I don't think he's ever going to be a Kawhi type guy where it's like, oh my God, Kawhi put up like 30 or 35 shots. Like that's, this guy's just like launching it up there. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that's not Pascal's game, but yeah, 11 shots to me, you know, he had some foul trouble, but uh, I, I, again, I'm not super worried, but um, you would like to see him go off. I, I'm torn because Freddie's going off. So,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: At, at what point, like, you know, if he's struggling a bit, should he assert himself when other players, you know, like, like well, we we haven't even got to Freddie yet. But wait, let let, let me ask you the surge question first, um, Anthony. Do do you think is it is that is that too panicky
2: for a surge to start in game two? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I agree with. Uh, Matt on this one that we should keep him on the bench for now and then bring him in uh, when Gasol gets tired or is like, is coughing up the ball or not playing well because just the, even the scoring that Ibaka brought off the bench was something that really elevated the Raptors offense. So like, yeah, keeping him in pocket. And then the thing about Gasol is like, you can't trade the defensive defensive instincts and knowledge that he has like he played karis Levert on some matchups pretty well like whenever karis Levert would penetrate they would have like two guys on him like right away and like us mm-hmm. all would be one of the guys to shift over and also he played jared allen pretty well too in like the first half um so like i i don't want that to be on the bench to start the game like i'd rather right. have ibaka sit uh and then when things start to get rumbling and Brooklyn starts to get rolling a little bit, then having a buck out would be the most effective thing, I think.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, maybe that, that early, that early kind of jittery part of the game, you like Gasol against, against Allen, but um, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I feel like it, it, from a panicky standpoint, yeah, you don't want to show weakness, mm. but from an effectiveness standpoint, if we run that that you know that pet play for surge i feel like that we could like this this could be the story every single every single game and we could mm. but i but, you know i guess i guess we did blow them out and they came back so part of the part of today's nba is kind of recognizing that you know there's a lot of teams in the league that can have a, that can have like a super hot quarter yeah but uh okay let's we, we, we got to go to fred anthony i'm going to stick with you um let me just read this line this is bonkers Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it's the first time in Raptors history that that there's been a 30 and 11. But so 38 minutes, uh, 30 points, two rebounds, 11 assists, two steals, one block, eight for 10 from three uh, on a plus 14.
3: But but was the only Raptor to not hit a free throw in the game, costing us an NBA record. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, well, Norm did No, everyone else went pervert from the line, except for Fred, who went zero for one. Oh, and, yeah, right. <laughs> you know what? And uh, could have been a record-setting day for the old rap squad. Oh, yeah. man. No, you're right. Shame on Terribly Fred. disappointing game for Fred Family.
1: <laughs> it's okay for us to be, like, super disappointed in him right now. Um uh, Sorry for distract, uh, distracting.
3: He's, he he no. did he did great.
2: That was an important fact that I needed to know. Now that yeah. now I'm like, that's oh, it. we could have had that free throw record in game one. Shit.
1: <laughs> so wait, yeah, Anthony, is that is that him? I mean, that's a massive game. Let's not yeah. Let's not, let's not expect re- like a, a ton of. I mean, I guess he or or he's just Steph Curry now. Uh, but um, yeah, yeah. So you know, is is that Freddie in this series? He has a lot of space. Yeah. Like he he, he he doesn't seem to be, you know, they're, they're not focusing on him either, right? They're focusing on Pascal.
2: Yeah. I don't know. It, Fred has had like a lot of really amazing games in the bubble as we've seen, and he's been shooting like crazy. And I think the thing about being in the bubble is like shooters who get hot are going to stay hot. And they it's been proven that that's like, that's definitely the case. And I'm just worried that now Brooklyn's going to, like, send out their, like, longer backcourt guys to to guard him. And you kind of saw that in the third. And that's, like, when, like, the run started happening for Brooklyn. It was, like, Freddie wasn't getting as much space. And it's just those guys are so, yeah, long and scrappy that, like, the closeouts were getting really tight, especially, like, Tyler Johnson is a, a guy who, like, goes up against Fred and I'm like, Oh, like it's going to be hard for him to get off like a clean shot. But when he's open, like he's just been lights out and it's like the best I've ever seen him play. And it's like so exciting. I was just yelling. I was just like, yeah.
1: Oh, that's a nasty
2: three, baby.
1: Yeah. Um, eight for 10 for me, it gets as soon as someone hits six or more threes, no matter who it is, starts getting really silly. Yeah. So like for me, six, seven and eight, all of those threes, I'm like just laughing. It's I was just like heat check, oh. Like, like, <laughs> sorry. You know what? Let me just let me just pause for a second, and can we get a replay of that sound? Heat check, oh.
0: <laughs>
1: I think that that's a yeah, mix that's of you're watching the game and also you know Muppets the tonight the, the bath <laughs> isn't hot enough. Yeah, yeah. You want a heat check on the bath? Um, yeah, I need a meat. Th- Thermometer stat. <laughs> I'm, I'm loving your energy. This is good. Listen, we're champions. We're going back to back. And, uh, you know, our first game curse, whatever that was, um, it, you know, we can we can laugh that off now. Yeah. But uh, McCready, what, you know, what's your thoughts on, on, on Freddie? Is this is he going to be the star of the series or is this just, you know, this is a game one story?
3: Well, you know, you can't take too much from one game. Uh, Fred's been playing really well in um, uh, the the bubble. Uh, He's had a great season. Um, I don't think it's a great matchup for uh, Brooklyn uh, Fred, namely. Uh, Tyler Johnson did get a lot of the responsibilities for guarding uh, Fred, but Tyler Johnson was also negative 29 for the game. Uh, So he didn't do uh, super hot in that role. Um, yeah, I mean, we kind of like, you know, we, the, the Raptors won by 24 points, so they didn't need Fred to have a huge game, but I mean, Siakam and Lowry, like Lowry shot three for 14, like Lowry was effective in ways outside of shooting. Mm -hmm. Uh, Siakam shot four for 13, you know, they were both shooting quite poorly. Uh, so they needed someone to come in on the starting lineup and punch. And if Fred didn't punch in that third quarter, they could have come all the way back. Um, they could have taken the lead. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, it was important that he was able to do that. Um, but uh, I, I imagine that obviously Fred's going to regress from shooting that high. He's not going to shoot 80% from three uh, yeah. for the series. Who does he think he is? Fred Fran from last year's playoffs. Um, <laughs> I mean, but,
1: uh, yeah, I guess. Right. Like what if he's like, no, no, I shoot 70% from three in the playoffs now.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I know. I don't know if a baby fell out of his wife or what, but like he, <laughs> shoot, he shot out of this world. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I think, I think we're going to probably see a little bit worse shooting from Fred and probably better shooting from Larry and Siakam. I yeah. imagine watching this game now, I, I originally picked Raptors in five, but I would feel very confident in Raptors in four pick at this point.
1: Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm feeling good about that pick. I I'm, I called the uh, franchise first sweep. I, I, I don't think, you know, back to the first point you, uh, you, you kind of brought up what, what your brother said. And I could totally, you could feel it, right? Uh, Lavert was at one point he was like r- rubbing his leg and, and he had a massive game 15 assists. That's mm. incredible, like well, that was a superstar performance. But you got to um, give him
3: credit. Sorry, Freddie, I don't mean to interrupt, but you just Jennifer. really have to give him credit for um uh reading what the Raptors were giving him because they were yes. hitting him with so many doubles. Yeah, I mean, they It's the same defense that they gave Giannis last year and uh Kawhi earlier in the season. And um, to varying degrees, they didn't produce the way that Levert did, which is really impressive for a guy who's as young and experienced as him. Yeah. Yeah,
1: There's, there's only a few stars out there who've looked comfortable in like the Raptors, uh, you know, like basically superstar torture chamber, because <laughs> that's, that's what we are. Uh, you bring your superstar to us and we put them through absolutely grueling hell. Yeah. Uh, and that's a big part of how we beat you. I mean, the you know, Nick we,
2: nurse iron maiden. Yeah. yeah it's, the Toronto it's, iron maiden. Yeah. That's
3: not a bad name for a
1: team. <laughs> uh, you know, and Doncic is really the only guy who I can remember looking comfortable, uh, in like with a, with a kind of full teeth uh, Raptors, Raptors defense, but uh, McCready, I was going to ask you uh, just, you know, looking forward um, who, who do you want to see a bit more from in terms of the, let's say, non non surge norm role players. So uh, we got, we got, okay, here's who played basically like minutes of significance. Um, Rondé. Matt and Terrence. Sorry to Chris Boucher, but he only played three minutes, and it was like the end of the game. But you know, Matt Thomas saw some some minutes, and uh, and Rondé played eleven, and Terrence played twelve. So maybe it's a Rondé Terrence battle early on. What what's your? I mean, I'd you?
3: I'd like to see less Rondé. To be honest, I think Me too. One of one of the reasons the Raptors offense, you know, like there's a lot of uh, talk amongst experts that the Raptors don't have enough juice. To uh, create off the dribble and create shots, right? But I think one of the reasons why the Raptors have been so effective offensively this year is because they always have five shooters on the floor, except for when Rondae Hollis Jefferson is on the floor, and to a certain extent, uh, Chris Boucher, if he's not playing Mm -hmm. uh, two specific games in the bubble. Um, (laughs) I think uh, Thomas didn't have any points, but he had three assists. He was plus eleven in seven minutes, and I think him he looked good. I mean, him running around. And uh, just distracting the opposing defense uh, was something good for him. I think a little mm-hmm. bit more minutes for Thomas or minutes for Davis in general, and uh, maybe shift some of those Hollis Jefferson minutes to Boucher and uh, let Lowry and Van Vliet, um, you know, maybe play five less minutes a game, maybe get the more around the 34 marks. So they're able to yeah. go wild and stay healthy throughout this run.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up and I'm going to throw that to you, Anthony. So, you know, I'm looking at Fred and Kyle, 38 minutes a, a piece. Mm-hmm. Um, OG 34. OG was fantastic. I'm not worried about OGs. 22 yeah. Two years old. Um, well, you know, Fred's very young as well, but I think, the load Fred has to carry and Kyle has to carry is so massive. And are we in some ways as an offense, putting our, you know, too many eggs in one basket, like, you or, or just as far as the way we're using these two, you know, should we be feeding Pascal more, uh, and, and, you know, maybe integrating Terrence Davis more or, you know, Norm, I, just, I think Norm only put like, you know, 16 minutes too. So, uh, yeah. Fred, Fred and Kyle, 38 minutes each. That's, that, that's, that's a lot. It seems a bit much, right? And, and yeah. what was a blowout at a certain point?
2: Well, I understand keeping Fred in because you're like, you want to give the guy who has the hot hand uh, mm-hmm. all the opportunities he can to shoot the ball. But the way that Kyle has been playing with like taking the hard fouls as he always does and drawing charges, he drew what, like three charges in the first half. Like that yeah. was insane. Like, That takes a toll on your body, especially if you're in the bubble and you don't have, you know, the same facilities and proper recovery as you would have in, like, Toronto or...
1: And you're Kyle uh, and you're golfing nonstop in the bubble. Yeah. (laughs) Nonstop. Like, Kyle is just, like, getting in, like... Whatever, seventy-two holes a day. Yeah, and your your diet
2: is like cherry bubblies and Mickey Mouse pancakes.
3: Like, like, <laughs> like come looks, on.
2: He's a to maniac. be fair to Kyle, he looks great. His body yeah. looks good.
3: He looks fantastic.
2: The worst part of his look is his hair, and that's just because everybody uh, is trying to get a cut in the bubble barber shop, and they're not getting in. <laughs>
0: Ooh. Um,
1: but uh, yeah, I don't know where. Where, where where I was exactly? Oh yeah, no. So just just kind of transitioning uh, going forward as well, because um, uh, because I, I want to rock only like five more minutes here. But um, yeah, McCready, I'll go to you. If you're if you're Jock von um, beyond whatever you know, like inspirational joke, he probably really wants to tell, uh, uh-huh. which is always welcome from you. But you know, if there's like what? What do you do to wear down this team? How do you kind of change this series? Um, is it is the third quarter? Kind of like is that where you look, or is it, is that was kind of part of a blowout? Well,
3: I mean, their chance to really make a dent would have been uh, acquiring triple-double machine Jonas Valanciunas earlier in the season, but that ship has sailed, uh, and thus they <laughs> are unable to do so. Um, but yeah, I think he was so good in that game. Sorry. (laughs) He was, he was, um, but, uh, for real though, like, yeah, I think you have to look at the third quarter as your, uh, inspiration. They have to play that hard. Like they won't be able to be the team. They won't be able to play, beat the Raptors unless they play harder than the Raptors. Um, the Raptors, unfortunately also play incredibly hard. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's, uh, it's a tough challenge for them. Um, yeah, I mean, (sighs) Swing swing the shooting splits, right? If the Raptors are shooting 31% from three and Brooklyn is shooting 50% from three, which is the uh, way that it was uh, opposite in this game, uh, then, uh, you know, maybe Brooklyn takes the win, right? So it, without incredible shooting luck, I don't see how uh, Brooklyn kind of makes it the series. Uh, at the same time, they could take a game if, uh, you know, Joe Harris and these other guys go uh, completely nuts. Because outside oh. of Cabarro, fuck fuck, no one hit a shot for that team. Like uh, Joe yeah, Harris went three yeah. for five. Garrett Temple went Joe. one for ten. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Tyler Johnson went one for six from three. You know, like there was just a lot of bricks out there uh, with the exception of TLC. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, Anthony, is there is there any kind of offense they can generate or defense, you know, they they can generate that might change the narrative I, I mean i think i think McCready pointed out rightfully so we shot 50 percent from three so yeah. i think you can go ahead and not expect that of any team um several games in a row but uh but again yeah freddy doesn't miss in the playoffs i guess
3: steady freddy yeah it, it was after uh, my own point the raptors had wide open threes that whole game
2: yeah uh, we, we did we looked comfortable
1: show. It was a relaxed win, but so
2: did so did Brooklyn in the first in the first quarter and a little bit too. Like we gave Garrett Temple like a couple of wide open looks, and luckily he just absolutely bricked them. Oh yeah, the he
1: punished quarter. us. Was one one for ten from three, man. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> he just yeah, he just bricked them. But I mean, yeah, like you said, Matt. Like if they swing that three-point percentage like who knows we might drop a game to them especially if discount kevin love beef jerky joe harris drives in <laughs> whoa, and, whoa. Gets, <laughs> and gets those layups <laughs>
1: wow i feel like you read like a like uh one of those like um uh what were those gums that that, that had a, a comic in it bazooka
3: joe
1: yeah i feel like that's an insult on bazooka joe whatever
3: that's the second time in three days that someone's come up to me and been like what's the comic strip that was in gum i don't think i've ever been asked that before in my entire life up until this week
1: well um get used to it because it's trending on twitter right now
3: Get used to it. Bazooka Joe is back and no
1: one can remember
3: him. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's, it's quite the phenomenon that's dependent on you. Um, oh my goodness. Good. You'll, you'll like it dealing with that, that every day answering that question.
3: I can't wait.
1: <laughs> okay. This is This has got, uh, this is like a nice dystopian feel. Um, <laughs> what about, uh, did anyone see what happened at the end of the game? Um, was it just like like Anderson? Well, what, what exactly? So he followed Davis and kind of yelled at him a bit. I think
2: he like said something to him, and then yeah, and then Jamal Crawford was also ch- chatting away at the side there, hanging out. Jamal in his little, little, yeah. his
1: little white golf shirt. Just he's like, I might come out there and shoot, go three for seventeen from three. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I don't know. I think I think he was just saying something to him. Maybe he was like. Saying some stuff, making fun of how Terrence Davis is like anti-mask or something, and then people are just like, "Hey, you can't do that." We make fun of Terrence for being an idiot.
1: Yeah, that's that's a way. Yeah, exactly. Although you know that might be, I might be okay with that a little bit. Yeah, um, <laughs> if if he was just like, "I'm still mad at you for this." Okay. Um, I'm just pulling up the box score to the, uh, I kind of want to end on the, on, on the Denver, um, jazz game since it's already happened. But before I do that, uh, let's just, uh, I'll give, I'll give all three of you, let's do a little, uh, last Raptors word. Um, let's go McCready, uh, Anthony, and then we'll finish with, uh, Matt Duncan. Um, yeah, just what's your, you know, what's your overall vibe watching this game? Uh, and, uh,
3: um I think I've said all I need to really say about it. So I'll end up by saying that Jamal Crawford is the Dick Bavetta of NBA players.
1: <laughs> I uh, Okay, this is good. This is nice. That's super weird. I love it.
3: It's just trash talking. That's all I have left to say. That's good. Your old just... Jamal Crawford.
1: <laughs> oh, I like it. This is good. Bazooka Joe style. Wow, Bazooka Joe. <laughs> um, yeah. Anthony uh yeah, what's your what, what you know, wow. uh, play, playoff basketball's back and uh, we smashed the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, first
2: yeah. and for, first and foremost, I want to shout out uh, friend of the pod Roger Bainbridge. Happy birthday, Roger. Happy birthday, Uh-oh. Roger. We had the quite possibly, oh. <laughs> quite possibly the most Toronto Anthem. And that was like really uh, kind of fun to watch. Jesse Reyes doing the CN Tower edge walk and uh, singing the, yeah. the Anthem. That was uh, that was pretty magical. And those player intros, of course, very heartwarming. Yeah, I want to see more shooting and that defense that Toronto Ironman defense clamp them down in game two and uh, beyond. So today was a little scary, but pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. Um, Matt Duncan. uh, What, what, what was your feels watching the game?
0: Um, you know, I think it's nice that we get to kind of enjoy this, uh, less stressful series. So I hope it continues that way for us because we I think do. it's we- the only series that's going to feel like that. Yes. percent. Uh, and also, um, Norm, please don't hurt yourself. He did a bit of a Damar groin grab, which scared me. I hope he's okay. Did we talk mm-hmm. about that at all? No, no. Okay. So there's a
1: replay and he for sure got a heal, um, in the the penis, oh, he, he got, got kicked in the nuts. He got sure. kicked yeah. in the nuts. That's what happened. Hard, yeah. it, it, it was not a groin pull. Although, <laughs> the way he went down, I was like, "That looks bad." Yeah. yeah. Um, but they showed the replay a bunch of times, and I was like, "That looks bad." Uh, but no, and, you
2: know. Yeah. And then he hit like a trailer three,
0: like yeah, the yeah. next play he was yeah. in. So that's good. But, uh, uh yeah so yeah. um uh, sorry do you have something else there uh, matt no yeah just uh norm uh, i guess wear a wear a cup i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah he's
1: changed his advice norm
0: wear a cup, wear a cup.
1: okay <laughs> i'm glad your groin's not injured but yeah st- be careful Uh, yeah so I I, I wasn't able to watch the Jazz um, Nuggets game but I wanted to pull up the the box score Anthony you said you watched it Um, Mm -hmm. did you watch it as well
3: I watched the second half
1: nice Um, okay well uh, Anthony why don't you tell me about the first half
2: oh man so um, first half story Michael Porter Jr. came out, like, shooting like crazy. Like, I I was like, oh, my goodness. Is this guy, like, the missing piece for Denver? And he he came out so hot, but then he – he like went into a nuclear winter in the second half and like it was it was hard to watch him it was hard to watch him shoot but luckily it like Denver is pretty much a, a, two, a two man squad where it's just like Jamal Murray and Jokic like just setting up like screen and rolls infinitely to each other uh, and and like uh, Matt McCready was saying earlier Jamal Murray just has like the most awful shot selection but when he makes shots he's a world beater and that is what happened today in that matchup.
1: I love I love that so much. I'm so gl- glad I asked you uh, <laughs> to do that. Nuclear, uh, infinite. Yeah. Like you're, yeah, there's some big time descriptors. Um, uh, McCready, uh, I guess the stage is set. Uh, what, what was the second half like?
3: Yeah, I mean, we—I uh, compared, uh, uh, you know, uh, Crawford to uh, Dick Bavetta earlier, so <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll compare uh, um, uh, Murray to Tim Donahue uh, because he robbed uh, Donovan Mitchell from a career game. Holy shit! Fifty-seven <laughs> oh, points, yeah. nine rebounds, wow. seven assists, and a loss. That's gotta be—he's just gotta look around the, the locker room in disgust at all of his old friends and newfound enemies, and uh, <laughs> just really a really uh, a really uh, outrageous performance. Down because I think Mitchell only had something like two points in the first quarter. Am I wrong about that, Anthony? I missed the first half of the game. Uh, you no, know,
2: you're right. He he was pretty uh, he was pretty quiet in the first in like the first half. I'd say yeah.
3: Well, in the second half, he was pretty much Will Chamberlain, who would somewhat argue incorrectly the best player of all time because he was just going like he was honestly unstoppable. It was really uh, outrageous. His finishing around the basket was on point. He's like stretch uh, finishes over Jokic. I mean, obviously the Nuggets are not a great defense and something seemed off with Millsap, which might be something to look for uh, look for in that mm. series. I don't know. He wasn't playing at mm. all down the stretch. Um they are playing so like... 29
1: uh, minutes, so...
3: Yeah, they played Dozier over him uh, down the stretch.
1: Hmm.
3: I don't know if he's injured or what, but uh, he looked off, and if, if, if he's off, their defense is uh, uh, cracked to the point where they can't get too far in the playoffs. I think they'll still take the Jazz, but I don't think they'll get past the next round. Um, right. But yeah, Jokic was amazing. Murray was amazing. Um, and everyone else outside of uh, Mitchell was pretty bad.
1: Yeah, so my, the, I think the thing that that's popping out to me is... You know, Royce O'Neal play, played played thirty one minutes and had uh, a a, a, a plus minus of, of negative twenty one. Uh, so like, what wow, what was he just was in a turnstile when he was on the court? Because you know, I, I, there's, there's not a really. I guess Joe Ingles was negative fourteen and played forty three minutes. Um, Jordan Clarkson had a really bad uh, plus minus as well, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, just, like it seems it was there was there some kind of like bully ball. Uh, mismatch hunting with Royce O'Neill, or was he just to have an off game?
3: Um, I mean, I didn't really notice Royce O'Neill a lot to be honest when I w- was watching him. So, I mean, O'Neill's like a tertiary player at best. So, I think he might have just kind of been out there, wrong, wrong place, wrong time type yeah, of thing to have a number enough. like that.
2: Yeah, his finishing uh, at the basket was pretty bad, and he, yeah, he got pushed around a little bit uh, on the other side as well. Uh, Yeah, but definitely, you know, it's Royce O'Neal. Who really cares? (laughs) I
1: like it. Um, So, you know, pretty big first playoff game for Michael Porter Jr. I'm I'm looking here, 13 points, 8 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 block, 3 for 7 from 3. I haven't seen Michael Porter Jr. play a lot. Is he, how for real is this guy? Is he like has to start, um, you know, even if the Nuggets were 100% healthy good?
3: I think like I I was talking to friend of the pod, Mark Little, about Michael (laughs) Porter Jr. today, and I think like one of the uh, things about uh, Porter that makes him so exceptional uh, uh, with Jokic is that he's so tall. Right? He's he's you look at him, you think he's tall, but he's taller than you would even think he is. He's like six ten, and -hmm. his leaping ability is off the charts, and and he's a good cutter. And you have like the best passing big man possibly in the history of the NBA. And you have a target with that type of catch radius. It's devastating. Mm -hmm. And his jump shot, he gets so much elevation on his jump shot. And with his height, he can stretch the floor to a degree. Like you can't really give him any space whatsoever or he'll uh, be able to shoot over you. Um, I think he's still got like a ways to go for consistency um, in most elements of his game. But I mean, I would not be shocked at all if he has like a 35 point game in the series. Love it. He's the raw vegan KD. (laughs) Oh, but he was also getting torched by Mitchell off the dribble in the fourth quarter. They had to take him off the floor because he could not stay with Mitchell at all. He was just getting blown by.
1: Oh, I love that. I love when playoffs gets down to like one matchup, like, you know, jaw is so incredible, but how it was really, it was just intense and awesome. When McCollum play after play, you know, at a pivotal time of the game, was just like, "No, I'm going to take you on one on one, and I'm going to s- smoke you." Um, and Jaw is incredible, and apparently was playing with like a broken thumb.
3: But, oh, no, uh, really?
1: Yeah. Oh, apparently yeah. for the last three or four games in the bubble, um, he's
3: amazing.
1: He's he's amazing. Uh,
3: Do you think he think- said that to the reporter when the reporter was like? Hey, McCollum just beat you five times down the stretch with a broken back. And he's like,
1: well, my thumb's broken too. <laughs> ah, he, he he did the classic uh, yeah. just uh, LeBron shows up like with a cast. And everyone's like, <laughs> How did you get a cast in like 15 minutes? And it's like, oh well, it's been broken in my whole life.
3: Oh yeah, Bob whole <laughs> <my>
1: life. <laughs> uh, but I think I think that's it for the pod. Um just just kind of wanted to share in the, in the Raptors joy We're we're going back to back. Uh, this is so fun. Uh, we, we had a nice smashing um, even got a little bit of bench minutes in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just end with this. I'll ask all three of you. Um, uh, let's go. We'll, we'll go, we'll go Anthony McCready and then uh, uh, Matt Duncan. Um, uh, how should, how should the Raptors celebrate tonight?
2: Hmm. Maybe go fishing, uh, you know. <laughs> have, a, have a nice fish, uh, play some cornhole with the boys in the lobby, uh, and enjoy a cherry bubbly.
1: Wow. Very three specific things. Yeah. <laughs> Do those three things and you enjoy yourselves. Okay. Yeah. Uh, McCready, well, how should the rapper celebrate?
3: Um, head over to Walt Disney World and check out the Haunted Mansion so they could watch Jamal Crawford's shriveled old face in a mirror all day.
1: <laughs> wow, Jamal Crawford
3: getting it. Yeah, um, Roasted him.
1: Matt Duncan. I, I love that I'm roasting this guy for being
3: so old. He's like two and a half years older than I am. But oh, yeah. <laughs> NBA standards, he's quite old.
0: Yeah. Uh, Duncan. Yeah. So this is what I want to happen. Okay? Nick Nurse, he's <laughs> in his room. He's just putting on some new strings because he's blowing through those things like crazy. Mm-hmm. He's put on some new strings. He's getting ready to just kind of jam out by himself. But then here's a knock at the door and the whole bloody team is there and they've all got a different instrument. And they just say, you want a jam coach? And the whole team goes and, in and there. And he's like like no, search search has a base like a full stand-up base <laughs> <laughs> that'd be good that'd be good <laughs> yeah.
1: okay you know what next we, we, we can't we can't go down that rabbit hole but we're definitely going through which <laughs> instrument for each raptor <laughs> uh, oh, yes uh, and we're going paul watson deep um, <laughs> oh yeah and, uh but, but but uh that's it for the pod um Thank you all so much. This was a this was a good time. Uh, Raptors are one and zero. We have fifteen more wins uh, until we get to hoist the championship trophy one more time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, let's uh, let's kind of wrap it up here with some some end words. Uh, uh, Anthony, do you have any um, anything you want to kind of end on, or uh, just you know say to the world and or promote? Um, not anything
2: too crazy. Um, you can follow me, uh, on Instagram and Twitter at hall and jokes, uh, I tweet about the old sports from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly, uh, wrestling <laughs> if you like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm hanging out. Let's, uh, keep going. Go Raptors. Go, uh,
1: McCready, uh, anything you want to promote or, and or message to the world? yeah so
3: i like to keep my twitter and instagram private so if you're trying to find (laughs) me fuck off um, audience this this shit's for me (laughs) oh
2: my um (laughs)
1: you you gotta you gotta you gotta prioritize yourself uh uh, that's what i interpreted from the message um to everyone out there you know don't find uh